Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sam Dever Podcast, episode 47. In this episode, I speak with my dear friend, Charlie Statiris. I met Charlie here in Los Angeles at Playhouse West Acting School, and he's an amazing guy, super talented, super creative. I've gotten to work with him on several projects, had several amazing discussions with him, so it was an honor to have him come do a sit-down in-person podcast, which is actually my first in-person podcast since my leg injury well over a year and a half ago. So this was a true treat, and Charlie actually brought some of his artwork in uh, for the backdrop, which was a nice added touch. And I will apologize to Charlie right off the bat. Since I hadn't done this in a while, and I forgot (laughs) running cameras and sound at the same time, I lost about half the sound footage. Not the video footage, but the sound footage. So I had to cut this episode short, but there's still a lot of great conversation in it. Uh, and we'll have to just do a part two. But thanks, Charlie. And the book of the episode is Teach Yourself to Live by C.G.L. Dukan, Dukan, not sure how he pronounces that. You wouldn't think it's an amazing book. or why, who, who needs to be taught how to live? But actually, this is an incredible book. Breaks down just a lot of practical philosophies on life from... Uh, your work you do, how you spend your time, taking leisure time, how you really have to make conscious efforts to rest and put things down and actually just enjoy life. It's a really good book. I really enjoyed this and it was really motivating for me to take a look at my life and to see where I can just become most efficient and get the most out of it and have the most fun. So that is Teach Yourself to Live by C.G.L. Dukan. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Charlie. Charlie Stateris, <laughs> welcome to the Sam Dever podcast. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Like, this is surreal right now. I mean, honestly, like, I remember, I I remember watching like Nick's and um, I forget her name, but anyways, I remember watching. I'm like, I'm so jealous right now. I want to be on. I want to be on this podcast. Well, and you're in the in-person version of the podcast. I, it feels even more special. Yeah, and you know, I'm like, wow, it's like so surreal to me because I was doing this before my leg injury, mm-hmm. and then the leg injury happened, which has been over a year and a half ago. And I've been doing them on Zoom, and like that part of me is just like, there's nothing like the in-person version. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing like that. And then when the timing of you and I just lining up, and you saying, yeah, let's do it, and you're like bringing these paintings over, which we're going to get to, which uh-huh. are yours, yep. by the way, quick plug, <laughs> Ronaldo Masters. Uh, and now that we're h- sitting here doing it, it's like, all right, everything's working out the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like we were talking about timing. Well, yeah. it feels like every time I'm talking to you, it's like, it could be a podcast. You know, like yeah. I think like the topics we talk about, it's like, we just come to these like revelations about things. And every time we talk is like, we just come to some sort of like, I don't know. Like, I remember we were talking outside the other day, and it was like, you're like, oh, it's been an hour. I'm like, what? <laughs> an hour? Like, I feel like it was like five minutes, you know? That's really how, I mean, honestly, to me, that's what you just described is like, that to me is what I get a high on in life. Mm-hmm. Like, when, because I feel like we're all on these individual journeys. Yeah. On our own thing, but then we come together at certain times. Sometimes for long periods of time, sometimes for short periods of time. But I call them check-ins. Yeah. And, you know, at Playhouse West, I can't tell you where we met. Uh huh. I can't tell you how many times where 
I'd go out of class thinking I'm going to have a two-minute conversation with somebody. <laughs> and it's like an hour and a half later. Yeah. But I'd be so energized. Uh-huh. And would feel so good because like this connection with this soul that you just talked to got whatever it is you were going through or you yeah. get whatever they're going through you speak but the it's same like language. you guys are like going through the same thing too it's so yeah. like the people who you cross paths with that's like i've noticed out in la at least and even like anywhere um like i've just noticed you a lot of the people are going through the same thing not the same thing but like a similar thing that's like kind of on your mind or something that you're going through and it's like I don't know, either something you'll say something or they'll say something and you'll just have something solved. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's, uh, no, that's, yeah, that's what I love about L.A. Because L.A. is like, it's a place where, A, you can go to be whatever you want. No mm-hmm. one's going to judge you for it. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's an artist. You can be a civil engineer downtown, but if you tell them, like, yeah, you know, I do pop art on the side or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in this play this weekend. No no one like bats an eye. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Other cities, it may be a little bit different, but that, yeah. the other thing, too, is, like, there's the same mentality, the same mind frame, kind of a same, maybe not the exact same for everybody, but I would call it, like, the same realm of viewpoint of perspective of mm, life, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, not the stere- not the typical path is for everyone, most of us out here. Yeah. Like we all came here because we didn't want that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, typical path. So let, let's take it back here for a uh-huh. second. You know, I, I'll never forget, down there, right down there, at that, by the way, I, I actually, I actually <laughs> walked by today and I had to tap on the door because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just touched the mic, hope that didn't fuck something up, but, um, I just had to tap on the door and be like, you know, thank you, you know? We're talking about Playhouse West, yep. and in particular, the studio off Lancashire down there, where you and I met, I believe it was my night too. It was. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 your, your night... I don't know if you want to count the audit. I audited, like, had yeah. a class, correct. That was my third night. Yeah, because I remember I was sitting next to you because I was to go up the first day Yeah. to do the repetition or whatever. Like. Yeah, and I'll never forget, man, you sitting next to me. I've told this story to so many people. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll tell you why. Like, you sit next to me, and uh, you're like, hey, I'm Charlie. Hey, I'm Sam. You know, oh, you know, where, where are you from? Like, uh, oh, I'm from New Hampshire, out east or whatever. I just moved here. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, how old are you? You're like, 19. <laughs> I'm like, 19? Wow. And you're like, yeah, I was in school and I just left and came to L.A. And I remember thinking, like, that's the mentality. Like, that's, that's the difference mm. between a lot of other places and people, man. Like, you just, I want to get into that with you. Like, because it's like, I have so much respect for that because to be able to take that leap of faith like that Mm. and to leave that environment of like, you got to go to school, you got to go to college, you got to do this, this, and this, and just be like, you know what, I'm just Mm going to go out to Los Angeles and pursue acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, the story goes like this, I guess, like I was just in college and one day I woke up, no, I was auditioning for a play in college and again going off that like point about like you'll come across somebody or you'll meet somebody for a certain amount of time and they'll give you what you need or you know god will talk through them i guess the universe will talk to them and you know i was i was in college for like my first semester kind of the first week of the second semester and um there was this ra 
And I remember I was auditioning for the play and got the call back and <laughs> it's funny. The, the whole audition thing was so funny. I didn't know how to sing. I was saying happy birthday. I was like, this is, this is weird. But um, anyways, there was this dude, my RA, he, um, he was this very like introspective type of guy. And I was just like, I wasn't feeling so good that day. And I was kind of like walking around. And remember that night I went on to like to walk in the woods. You know, you go to the woods if you need some sort of like help. But um, I remember just like coming back and he was on his way somewhere. And he's like, hey, you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, kind of like faking it. But um, he just was like, hey, come, come to like my room in like 30 minutes. And I did and didn't tell him any anything that was kind of going through my brain about like acting, modeling, like, um, he was like, Hey, like if you're wanting to be an actor, you go to Los Angeles, you know? And I was like, how the fuck did you know that was like, I literally like never told anybody like that was like my deepest, like desire, passion, like, and he was like, yeah, you go to LA, you just like, that's what you do. You just go. And I was just like, it was like a God moment, you know? And the next morning, woke up at like six in the morning to go to the callback, or like five in the morning, and it was just one of those moments where I was just like, ah, "If I'm gonna act, I'm gonna act." You know, I'm gonna go go to Los Angeles and took the train out of the college and literally took the train across the country. And you took a train out here? Yeah, I didn't oh, tell you I did that, <laughs> dude. Yeah, took a train, and I didn't. And the thing That's even better. Yeah, took a train five days. The thing is, like, I didn't tell my parents. Because, you know, my parents would have done anything to, like, be like, get the fuck back here, you know? Um, told them when I was, like, Philadelphia or something, and they freaked <laughs> out. But, uh, um, yeah, and then I ended up in Los Angeles, and five days later, meet you. And, yeah. Dude, crazy. that story's even better now. Like, yeah. That he does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I honestly, like, my first, I think my first five days in Los Angeles was, like, the most crazy like like the craziest days i literally got banned from universal for a year on my third day out here for what so you know the universal like right down there yeah universal. universal studios so i was trying to get to like the theme park and i didn't know like i was walking and i didn't know the area and so the studio part where like you know where nifa is no the um so you know where warner brothers studios are yes. and you're heading down like i think barham Okay, I vaguely know that. Yeah. There was that, like, Cloud9 set set store right there. Okay. Maybe they are building, like... So, anyways, it was a part of the lot. And I remember I was on the map, looking on the map. I was like, oh, the theme park's right here. I have to walk, like, through this to get to the theme park. And I remember I was, like, walking across the street, and this guy opened up the gate. I walked through the gate. He just, like, opened it for me, and I walked into the lot. And then I was like, where the fuck am I right now? And... I go up to a security guard and I was like, hey, can you like help me out here? I'm trying to get to the theme park. He's like, can I see a ID badge? I'm like, oh, I don't have one. I'm just trying to get to the theme park. And he's like, okay, come here. And I walk over to him to his booth and literally five minutes later, like four police cruisers show up. They all get out and they're like interrogating me. Like, what do you want? Like heading to the casting. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get this. Like my third day, I'm like freaking out. I'm like 19 and I'm just like, like, I, please, like, don't arrest me or anything. They're like, well, we would arrest you, but, like, we're just going to um, write you a ticket and you're going to be banned from Universal for a year. So then every time I had an audition in Universal, the studios, 
literally had to like clear me for like an hour. I like couldn't go to the audition. They were like, you have to sit here for an hour so before we like before we go in so we could clear you. Dude, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's gonna be sweet. You when you land that first big, huge Universal gig, right? I know. Yeah, that's or crazy. If it, if it ever happens, if they're just like, "Those guys are fucking crazy." Let's. You get um, like to like the final stage of the audition, yeah. and they're like, "You know, we were gonna pick you, but <laughs> yeah. we, we pulled up we, your file." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went with somebody. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, how has the experience been for you? Because what it's been like four and a half years. Yeah, four and a half years. If you if you could like, for someone. It has no idea about your experience out here. How would you mm. sum it up for them? I mean, I feel like I, like, learned life, mm. you know? I just, like, obviously, like, I took, like, an alternate type of route than going, like, college and everything. But I feel like I really invested myself in experiencing life. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm. Like, the people who I've met, the experiences I've had like even like you know you know it's been you know kind of like the starving artist type of lifestyle but like it's been like when I got out here I was living in the back of a yoga studio for like six months and kind of like I was just kind of scrapping along each month and you know that taught me a lot even though it was kind of like difficult but like you know we all have our difficulties and everything like that but like you know I feel like that's really really taught me a lot about just being a human being in general and like you know i've yeah just experiencing a lot of life out here yeah. and um i think like a lot of people would benefit from this um you know just like kind of like diving yourself in something that's like not so certain or secure and just trying like go for it and it's kind of like you know a lot of fear but like kind of like this is something my therapist was saying was like, you know, like confidence or wait, no, courage, courage. There's no courage if there isn't fear. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of times where I was like afraid of doing something, but like it was kind of like breaking out of my like comfort zone. And I'm such a different person. I don't know who I would be if I didn't come out here. Like it like shaped me. Yeah, I definitely relate to that in terms of, uh, you know, because I've lived... You know how many cities since my home city? Really, like three different places. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles being the most recent one. What was the other one? Los Angeles, Las uh, Vegas, Las Vegas, Tucson, and... Arizona. Oh no, way. Tucson, Arizona was for like a year. Okay, which again definitely counted, but Vegas more so was like there's a piece of Vegas in me for the rest of my life. I'm like, sure. Yeah, the people, the experiences, uh, just the culture, the everything is ingrained in me. And now with mm -hmm. Los Angeles now been f about four and a half years it's like now that's a piece of me no yeah. matter where i go no matter if i'm in los angeles for the rest of my life or if i move and never come to los angeles again mm -hmm. that someone had said that to me too like these i think it was marshall wayne on an earlier podcast had said like these cities and experience it's a piece of you goes with it yeah and so i mean for you to get that at that age because uh -huh. yeah i did the whole four years of college thing then it was after college where i'm like I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to go. This isn't whatever, nothing wrong with this, but I know that there's something for me out west. Yeah. 
But I, I have always wondered, like, what if I just would have came out mm. earlier? Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, look, my Las Vegas experience was what it was. But I'm like, what if I would have came to L.A. sooner or there? But it's like, everything happens for a reason. You and I have both read The Alchemist. Yeah. <clears throat> we were talking about it on the, the balcony the other night. It's like, I'm learning to accept more of just whatever the current situation is. And it's not that you're not working toward improving yourself or stuff like that, but there's, there's just certain things that are out of your control Mm -hmm. and just kind of being, yeah, just being present and, uh, just allowing it to be. Yeah. It's, I I like that you brought up courage and fear in that book, letting go sitting over there. Like he talks a lot about that Mm -hmm. and how you can turn that fear into courage. Yeah. That's something I have to remind myself of because it's like, you know, I think just like growing up where I grew up, it was like, oh, you're afraid of this? Like, what are you, a pussy or something? Uh-huh. But it's like, yeah, I'm afraid of it. Like, and then like out of that fear, that's like, it's kind of like the hero's journey. Like, mm. if you're going to be like, kind of like not acknowledging that you're afraid of something, how are you going to move forward or progress? How are you going to like overcome difficulty? You know, and that's something where I've had to realize it's like, um, things aren't going to be so smooth sailing like you have to like like being courageous is being courageous you know like people like i feel like you see these like you know people who are like celebrities and stuff and you know it's kind of like viewed as like oh they're like these like people who just you know don't have these human attributes like to them like fear and everything they're not afraid of anything but like i'm sure they do you know like they're just really courageous people to be pursuing what they're pursuing and putting themselves in those situations and um, and fear is such a natural thing. That's something I've had to like really remind myself of. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it creates so many. Uh, and he was talking about in the book, letting go. And there's something else I want to say of what you just said, but mm-hmm. fear, like a lot of negativity, all comes from fear. Like all yeah. of it. jealousy, possessiveness, for sure. Uh, just tendencies and like erratic behaviors it comes from fear Mm -hmm. so if you can turn that into courage it's amazing how a lot of that just goes away and going to the celebrity thing you were saying uh it's like it's a spell celebrity like people in social media has just amplified that to the fullest Mm -hmm. but it's like uh the hero's journey he talked about it in I don't know if it was the hero with a thousand faces or which book it was, but mm-hmm. he, he basically said like, everyone loves the idea of like Jesus Christ, the idea of the knight in shining armor. Yeah. It sounds great on paper after it's all over, but the actual people that were the heroes, it was brutal. Yeah. It was complete hell. There mm-hmm. was no glory. Yeah. Like Christ was crucified like yeah. terribly, yeah. like gruesomely. The knight goes through hell to go mm-hmm. slay the dragon, but it all looks good. The story sounds good, but the actual going through it yeah. is not glorious. And that's the thing about Hollywood in LA. It's like people see the photo shoots. They go on Instagram and saw that you were just in whatever video or yeah. whatever this, that, and that, but they don't see the other side. Yeah. The, well, you know, the thing is like, I feel like for like, you know, I'm on, you know, seeing all these people like booking stuff, like, you know, like glamorized and stuff. And it's like, you, you, like I feel like people like want that lifestyle but then it's kind of like I don't know like the lifestyle of like you know just like I feel like I'm a I'm a I'm my own character you know like mm. 
And I remember like listening to a Brene Brown thing where it's like the person like the the person who like when you watch a movie or read a book, like these guys aren't like going through life easy and stuff. Like that's why you're invested in them. Like and it's for me it's like like I'm not saying I wanna struggle, but it's like I wanna like like make this life experience this life. Even if it's like I don't wanna like it's all about the journey. I think that's what you have to remind yourself of. And, um, yeah, it's like, I feel like people, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to comment on like other people and stuff. Cause mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what they're in, like what, what, what they have going on and stuff. And, yeah. but, um, as for like, just for me, like, I just like, I want to create this, like this at the end of the day, when I'm like 80 years old, I want to like, look back and be like, like be able to tell these stories to people and be like, like kind of just like to be a character like a Don Quixote like mm. I fucking love Don Quixote for that purpose like he went after this like this like life of knighthood everyone thought he was crazy but I would love to be Don Quixote you know like he has so many stories to tell and he was he was a madman but that's just I feel like who I want to be I want to be the madman you know Dude, I still need to read that book. It's great. <laughs> Isn't it like 900 pages? Dude, thick. Yeah. <laughs> I, it took me, I think I started it during the pandemic, got 500 pages in, stopped for like a good year, picked it back up, and I was like, I got to get through this. But there's two books in the book. Like, there's oh, like, he, the author wrote the first part, which is like the first book, and I guess there was another dude who wrote a second book, and... He was like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, I need to write this. Like, this guy, like, doesn't know who Don Quixote is. Like, why would he write a book? And he uh, ended up writing a second part to the book and everything like that. And it's very funny. Like, he, he like, roasts the guy in the book. It's very, like, you would have to read it. It's so he basically funny. read this guy's book and then says, all right, I'm going to add on to this. Well, no. So, yeah, the guy. So, like, I, Miguel something. I forget his name. But he, he wrote the original book. And then this guy, like, decided to write a second part for the book, like, this random guy. <laughs> and then Miguel, or whatever his name is, like, was like, like, I would be like, why the hell are you writing my book again? And so, like, what he did was he wrote another part, and during the book, in the book, he, like, uses, like, references from the other book and the author's name and just, like, roasts the shit out of him. That's hilarious. Yes, yeah. Wow. It wasn't it written like in the 1500s or something yeah. like that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it's not going to be the book of the episode because I haven't read it yet, but yeah. we're definitely going to go there. Um, so I wanted to get this in <laughs> while we're here. Uh -huh. Dude, these paintings, like this doesn't even do justice here. And you have like a thousand more. Uh, man, when, when you told me like kind of casually, like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I do some paintings and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then you showed me a couple. I'm like, dude, that's like really good. And you're like, yeah, I, I got a website. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's your website? Then I go on your website. I'm like, dude, Charlie, <laughs> what the heck? And uh -huh. then, you know, I hope I can say it, a.k.a. Ronaldo Masters. Of course. Your uh, alter ego, if you will. Uh -huh. art. How did that happen? <laughs> Like, because you're like amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, 
Like what? Just the paintings or Ronaldo Masters? Just how, or? Well, okay, maybe both. And, okay. and just to plug you again, like you've done art shows out in LA now, which were incredible. Mm-hmm. Like this is all outside of acting yeah. <laughs> and modeling and all that. Like this yeah. came, this like hit me out of left field. Uh-huh. Like, you know somebody, and it's kind of like when I saw your soccer, how good you were at soccer. Yeah. But this even went above that. Like, this is like, dude, how did this happen? I mean, I think it was like about a year ago to like, not, I don't know, two years ago, but like, if we're going all the way back, I guess the first thing I've ever did was that um, scene from Red with Eric. And during it, during like the whole preparation for it and everything, like we painted together. Um... And, you know, just a magical experience is actually right here in this Right in this, in this apartment, apartment yeah. right um, But, and then, like, you know, during the pandemic, I was kind of painting a little bit, but nothing really came of it. And not came of it, but I was, like, it was kind of just, like, a fun thing I was kind of trying to do. Um, and then, like, I was, when I was dating my past girlfriend, it just kind of, like, I was just kind of, like, painting a lot and... Ended up like, like this one's one of my earlier ones, but I remember my brother was in town and I was just super pissed one day. I was just like, I was just like annoyed and, you know, like brother type of stuff, like just kind of angry. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to Hobby Lobby buying this like big canvas and I'm just going to like, like do something to it. And I, I just remember doing it and kind of just like, you know, honestly, I didn't have, like, I wasn't confident about my painting. I wasn't confident about, like, I was just, like, it's kind of just a hobby and everything. And my and my past girlfriend, she was just, like, you're, like, really good. You got to keep doing this. I was, like, all right, whatever. Um, but just kept on doing it. And it's just, like, something fun I like to just kind of do. And it's, like, a diary, I guess, for me. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the, my paintings will have words on them and phrases. And it's just kind of, like, it's just a place where I can just get things out there where, like, acting for me like it gets stuff out there but not like everything not thoughts and you can't really create like a a film with it but like it just kind of like is able to just I'm able to like make something that's not so cohesive like a film and just like I don't know tell a tell a story I guess like not really a story but like an emotion maybe um if when someone looks at it make them feel something um so yeah and Ronaldo Masters came about because I remember I was sending with my friend from back in New Hampshire. I remember I was sending letters to him, like weird letters and stuff. And I would, <laughs> and I would like, I would uh, the sender address. I'd do Ronaldo Masters. Just made that name up. Yeah, yeah. And I think Joe Burns. I sent this. It was funny because I sent this uh, postcard to him. It was like of Mount Rushmore, and I remember sending him this postcard, Ronaldo Masters. I was like. It was like meet me and meet me in Mount Rushmore. Like I have to like tell you something or some like decrypted like message or cryptic code or something. And I remember he was freaking out about. It. I was like, "Who sent me this? What? Who's Ronaldo Masters?" And I remember I take a, took a picture of it before I sent it to him. And I remember like a month later, I went over to his place. He's like, "Dude, you have to check this out." And his roommate, like his girlfriend and their roommates, were freaking out about it. I was like. All right, I have to come clean about this. This was me, and he's like, he's like, no, no, this, this isn't you. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I show him the picture. He's like, I still don't believe you, but yeah, I was kind of like, just using it as like a funny name, and it kind of was like, eh, it would be cool if I can like have like an artist name, 
and it was kind of originally was like I don't want people to know it's me like I want Charlie removed from it I just yeah. want to be like this person I'll have like an actor do Ronaldo Masters yeah. if they need it but I was like fuck it it's just <laughs> I'm known as Ronaldo Masters now so 